Hello. Hello. You're listening to Track by Track with me, Dan. And me, Will. This is the podcast where you take a great pop music album and break it down track by track. And if you liked that, you're going to love this because on the turntable this week, we've got Tilt by Confidence Man. Oh, yes. Scream if you want a new release album episode of Track by Track. In fact, don't scream. Just listen uh, and enjoy. Because we are uh, talking about Confidence Man for the second time. Uh, Was it last year, Dan? I forget. Just all the years of merge into one. And on the turntable this week, we've got Confident Music for Confident People by Confidence Man. And Dan, Mm -hmm. I must confess. Yes. I've been sleeping with your ex. Must confess. This is getting more and more like a soap opera, this podcast. It was last year and we were celebrating three years of their debut album, Confident Music for Confident People. Uh, So yes, and we're back today to talk about Tilt, which is released uh, this very month, depending on when you're listening to it, Uh, because this episode is going out first to patrons and then a few days later for everybody to listen to. Uh, So you hopefully just enjoy the the bloody album. Enjoy the album and... Yeah, what better way to enjoy a brand new release than on release day, which is always available to our patrons. That's it. I'm not going to keep banging on about that. (laughs) Uh, And also the other big benefit of this episode today is we are joined by Confidence Man themselves. Well, two two quarters of Confidence, or half even, (laughs) of Confidence Man. Four eighths of Confidence Man. Uh, Janet and Sugar, Janet Planet and Sugar Bones, uh, the two front people uh, to Confidence Man. Uh, now, Dan, they're not with us in the studio today, though, are they? I was going to say, are they running late? <laughs> they're not hiding out uh, to bump, jump out at you like Lawrence Llewellyn Bowen likes to do on Changing Rooms, the contestants. Oh, TV highlight of 2021. <laughs> it's coming back for a second series. Good. They were looking for contestants in the Bristol area, so... <gasps> So, Are you going to go for it? I'm just not going to say anything more. Mm. Oh, I'm going to get to yours next next time I come to yours for a sleepover and there's going to be a wall of wigs. Uh, or you might end up tripping over Carol Smiley. Or actually, are you sure they haven't been there before? Because last time I was at yours, there was that questionable brown stain down one of the walls. That was when I chip, tripped down the stairs carrying a jug of gravy. Quite what, what? Quite what I was doing upstairs with a jug of gravy. Uh we best we draw a veil over that. But mm. uh, anyway. I'm, I'm all for a midnight snack in bed, but a gravy dinner really do draw the line at that. You did get licking, though. So uh, quite eye-opening, actually. Anyway, <laughs> what's the setup for today's episode, Dan? <laughs> so, yes, Confidence Man couldn't be with us on the call in the studio while we're recording. You know why, Will? Because they're on the other side of the bloody planet and we just couldn't make it work. They're terribly busy getting ready to release this new album. We're terribly busy. Hang on. Putting out. Hang on. Hang on. Wasn't this actually because you just couldn't be asked to stay up late to speak to them? Well, I do like my half past nine bedtime. <laughs> so, yes, we're hearing from Janet and Sugar via the medium of some wonderful voice notes. But it is it does feel like they are with us and we've got some fantastic most likely exclusive insights into Tilt and these 12 wonderful tracks. 
Uh, they are very knowledgeable about the album, uh, which are quite right too, because they've just bloody released it and recorded it. So uh, it's whether we are knowledgeable about it remains to be seen. So a little bit about Confidence Man for the uninitiated. So Confidence Man from Brisbane, you have got four members. The most visible members are Janet Planet and Sugar Bones, but you've also got Clarence McGuffey and Reggie Goodchild, who you will see, if you see them live, you will see them. They are... Uh, in the engine room, uh, making everything sound amazing. Uh, also, you will often see them on some of their promos. And it's worth noting right at the start of the episode, Will, that everything on here is written, arranged and produced by the band. Yeah, uh, as was the first fantastic album, Confident Music for Confident People, which we cannot recommend enough. If you like this, you're going to love that. Exactly. Uh, but as we'll come on to talk about with this album... They've moved on, they've upped their game, they've really made this sound their own. And how would you describe the sound of Confidence Man? I would probably say disco, art, rave, disco, pop. Yeah, I would probably go house, dance, pop. Uh, Yeah, it's so eclectic uh, and so uh, trans-genre. Ooh, Oh, is that a natural Ooh. word? I don't care if it is or isn't. I bloody love it. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. I'm going to write that down. My mum will be dead proud. Oh, oh, we can put it in your record of achievement. Oh, yeah. Have you still got your record of achievement? God, I mean, my mum's probably got it somewhere. Dusty. Yeah. What, my mum or my record of achievement? She's far from dusty. She's far from dusty. Oh, no, you get confused because she is a, a Dusty Springfield tribute act. And that's where, yeah. Now, Dan, why are we talking about Tilt today? We are talking about it because it has been released just now. Well, just today and release day if you're a patron or just a few days ago if you're listening on week of recording or maybe actually you're listening in the future. But we were talking about it during release week. If you're listening at time of recording, yes, absolutely. And I've got to say, before we get into the music, before we put the record on, I was pretty smitten with this new phase of confidence man from the get-go yes i definitely remember you playing feels like a different thing when we were going to the mighty hoopla weekender and playing it again and playing it again and that's not a complaint because it is a wonderful track in fact for me despite the fact that they weren't there that is the soundtrack to this, this year's mighty hoopla weekender i certainly remember playing it a lot that weekend uh it's probably all i can remember from that weekend actually but Sign of a good weekend. You were hammered. In fact, listeners, I don't no. mind saying it's the most drunk I've ever seen, Will. An no. absolute wreck. No, it's just been blown out of all proportion. Wandering around the streets of Bognor Regis, no but idea did, where he was. Get ridiculously lost. On my Woke own. up in someone else's bed. Honestly, no word of a lie. <laughs> anyway, let's put the record on. Let's put some music on. Dan, kick us off, please. So, side one, track one, this is Woman. Woman is the opening track on the record. 
Um, I feel like it sums up the record like pretty nicely. It's like a bit of like a powerful kind of monologue statement, but it's not bitchy or anything. It's just kind of like, I'm in your face. I'm here to get it done. Yeah, Janet's kind of like, you know, cooled the jets a little bit in this one. She's showing a softer side, but still strong. But like, you know, she's not just like slapping you in the face straight up. Yeah, I'll slap you a little bit later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's holding off on the slaps just for a little bit. But um, yeah, I think we like, this song came together really nice. It's, it's a pretty simple set up like we were thinking of trying to add a more embellished kind of melodic chorus but we realized that sometimes you just go like keep it simple yeah sometimes less is more i actually think reggie and i had a big fight um at, at the, like the initial version of this and i stormed out which is funny because he, you can tell i'm angry at him in the vocals <laughs> <laughs> yeah from the lyric really came together yeah, yeah this is a great start to this album and thank you also to Janet and to Sugar there, who you will be hearing interspersed after the tracks before we come in to talk. But this is a wonderful start. And I love dripping in attitude, but also dripping in a whole lot of soul as well. Yeah, it's really soulful and it's really dancey. And I think overall, it definitely feels like confidence, man. But it also feels like a different thing, for want of a better phrase. No, that's the next, that's the next track. Oh, sorry. It feels like woman. I love how it starts out. You've got those house keys, that really subtle beat, those shimmering electronics. But then when Janet's speech comes in and and when the production really, kind of the depth of the production, it, this feels like Confidence Man version 2.0. And as the song continues, it's like everything we love about Confidence Man is here, but it's even better than it was before. Yeah, it all kicks off, doesn't it? Two thirds of the way through. Uh, and then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, here we go. 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 Lads, lads, lads. Lads, lads, lads. Also, I love the sass in Janet's voice as well. This is my house. Yeah, don't call me the spark and the fire and the flame. Uh, very empowering. I could just imagine this being one of the lip sync songs on RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, and there is an Australian yeah. there is an Australian version now actually. Granted the series was filmed in New Zealand and it had the budget of 50 cents, but there is a there is a version. Is that the one where RuPaul just appeared on screen when it wasn't ever actually there? Uh no, it was the one where the first week uh RuPaul didn't uh change into uh drag ha- halfway through when the runway started. Uh, which I can imagine because uh, her dresses or her makeup artist got stuck in customs or isolating or something like that. Well, it wasn't explained. Or... Anyway, too much information. TMI. Or just CBA. This was the third track to be released from the uh, album or to be released from this new era of Confidence Man. Uh, so it was the third and the last thing we heard before we heard the full works of the new album of Tilt. And released for International Women's Day as well, wasn't it? Or released around International Women's Day. Mm. So that message of this song and that the passion that's in it and the power that's in it to put it out on that day as well, really vital. And I just love that they're doing that with this, again, massive dance, soulful party song. And it is a party and it's a party for everyone. But as long as everyone is respected, I think. And included. Yeah, and if you're not okay with it, actually... Go ahead, love, on your bike. This is my house, and if you don't like it, you can bugger off. Absolutely. And you'll get slapped later, as they mentioned. Also, I love what they said about Janet being mad at Reggie in the studio 
and the fact that you can hear that that she kind of used that as fuel for the fire and she used that in the performance uh it's like reggie was like the firelighters or kindling if you will hmm yeah i think if you use firelighters as shop bought ones it's cheating a little bit really these are my firelighters so buy your own okay track two now Oh, I love this one. I absolutely bloody love this one. Feels like a different thing. writing like the initial kind of very very basic version of this when I was out for dinner with Clarence like we were getting drunk and I remember going to the toilet like 20 times and like recording like feels like a different thing into my phone and like texting it to the other boys being like guys listen to this listen to this and then I remember when we got in the studio it kind of came together in probably like an hour but I mean it changed a lot of versions since then yeah yeah definitely went on a journey this song (laughs) and it was it was one of the earlier ones from this uh, album it was like Definitely one of the first ones where we realised that it was like a great sound that we'd kind of stumbled onto and mm. um, inspired like a lot of the later songs just sort of working off that. Yeah, the energy. The energy on it. And I think like once we'd sort of brought in the choir and the horn section, we just realised that it was just a total goer. Yeah. And if you listen really carefully, you might actually even hear someone famous as fuck on there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's pretty easy to pick. Go check it out. So feels like a different thing. And Will, just imagine being in that bathroom of that restaurant when Janet Planet just keeps popping in and getting her phone out and recording the beginnings of this song because she just can't get it out of her head and she has to get it down because she knows it's genius. I mean, people must have been there. People must have heard it. That's like, I think for us, that's a kind of a moment in history. Oh, yeah. Janet off her planet uh, recording and singing uh, into her phone in a in a in a lavvy in a in a in a in a restaurant, just brilliant. Uh, you can only imagine what people would have thought. Yeah, I'm not going to say I, I often imagine myself hiding away in the women's toilets while you know the customers are popping in and out. Just in this situation, just in this scenario. Now this song, oh, what a banger! This was. I remember when I heard this. It was the start of the new year, and oh. This is like a song that was made for me, isn't it? Because it's just everything I love in a track uh, with those like 90s house vibes running through it. Just really different sounds and production and then that amazing breakdown. Uh, and then it rises back up again to the end of the track. Just orally, oral, he- oral heaven. And I do like a bit of oral heaven. Don't we all? But yeah, this is so you. And actually, when you first played it on the way to the hoopla, I assumed this was an older song that I just hadn't heard before because it's so authentic that 90s house meets Europop almost. Uh, It's only when you really get into it, you realise how kind of current the production of it is. But it's just, I mean, I can't, it was great to soundtrack the Mighty Hoopla Weekender earlier this year, but I can't wait to hear this at the Mighty Hoopla in summer this year, which, of course, Confidence Man are playing at. This is going to go off. Uh, and at Glastonbury, 
and yes. on tour on tour around the UK as well. Don't forget, Dan. In fact, they're coming to your neck of the woods, aren't you? And you're buggering off to America. With you, yeah. <laughs> well, remains to be seen. But whether you're in London or Bristol or anywhere else in the country, do, if you can, do go and see them because I can imagine it's be one hell of a knees up. And Will, mm-hmm. who is the famous as fuck person on this record? Mm, well, I mean, if you've been reading around the, the the buzz and the hype coming up to this album, you could put a pretty educated guess as to being quite a famous artist there. But I don't, I don't think we want to give away who it is, do we? Do we? No. Okay. Oh, okay. Listeners, do let us know if you know who it is. This song, though, it is pure euphoria. And I think one of the big things that helps with that is the choir. And one act that were at the Mighty Hoopla Weekender and sounding phenomenal, as always, were House Gospel Choir. I would love to see a collaboration between the two. I'd love to see House Gospel Choir joining Confidence Man on stage. And I don't think it's impossible, Will. No, it's not. It's not impossible, Dan. But maybe you could orchestrate that. Uh, or maybe you can just not and then take all the credit when it happens. That's more likely. Yeah, that would be a bit easier for you. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, this was this was the second uh, new song released after Holiday and before Woman. And it will always typify the start of the year. That unforgettable Hoopla Weekender back in January. And way back in January, when they were speaking about this track, the band said, it'll steal your car and burn down your house and you'll still say thanks. And you once did steal someone's car, burn down their house and made them thank you afterwards, didn't you? Yeah, I was a bit disgruntled with uh, with an ex and actually good. Yeah, still but you worked it all out. Unrepentant. Uh, we worked it all out with a pencil. Track three now, What I Love. So what I like is it's basically just like a big crowd-involved banger that we think is definitely going to pop off live. We haven't had the chance to play it yet, but we know when we do, all the girls are going to go, woo, and all the guys are going to go, ah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, you know, when we were, like, sort of laying down the vocals, there was a few bits where I just, like, couldn't keep a straight face because, let's be honest, there's a lot of cheese in there. <laughs> but um, there's nothing wrong with a bit of cheese. We've never shied away from that. No, yeah, and, and when we were building this initially, like, this was the first time where we've made, like, our full own sample, like, and then sampled ourselves through a Bluetooth speaker, so it's kind of, like, lo-fi, so it feels like a bandy sample that we've taken from, you know, the 60s or something, but it's all alive. We just made it ourselves. Yeah, yeah, usual. we basically sampled ourselves because yeah. that's how much we love yeah, ourselves. Yeah, 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 it's great, <laughs> yeah. And the most important thing about this is that it says downright nah. It's not now, it's nah. Yeah, we've made a word up. Yeah, so go listen to it. What I love about this one is, or what I like about this one is, uh, there's a wonderful bridge into the chorus uh, of some banging drums, which is brilliant. But it's just the party is continuing, but this is more of a fiesta or a Mardi Gras with the boys and the girls and the hoors and the ahs. Yeah, great. What a lot of fun that is. It's so much fun. And 
like they say, it's a little bit cheesy, but in the best possible way. And and it is going to be amazing live. It is going to be a moment with the girls saying ooh and the boys saying ah. Kind of reminded me a little bit, and I hope I'm not going to cause any offence to Confidence Man or any Confident fans, uh, of uh, S Club 7's Ghetto Boys, Make Some Noise, Hoochie Mamas, Show Your Nanas. Is it Nanas? Uh, tits. Uh, I think they bloody love that <laughs> reference. And there's nothing wrong with a bit of cheese, but just to throw a few other similarities, S Club aside, I'm getting real delight vibes. I'm getting the B-52s. Also a bit of Fatboy Slim. And I think Janet references Delight as well in there, just in that kind of groovy, winding rhythm running through it. I mean, it's another three tracks in and three incredible, infectious party anthems. I was going to say it's pop as a clock, but it's more like a popper's lock-in, this album. Popper's lock-in, lock your mother out. So let's move on right now. Not now, now. Nah. Oh, Dan, you've got one of these. Track number four. Yes, I have. Don't Toy Boy. last track we wrote for the record we wrote it in a last ditch attempt to see what else we had in us um yeah and it kind of came together in a few hours I remember us sitting outside with this like spectacular view and I think each of us wrote like one line each or something we managed to get in and that usually never happens yeah yeah no it was quite diplomatic and I mean yeah. we're always kind of diplomatic <laughs> but this was full-blown diplomacy yeah, yeah it was. we were out at this little airbnb and like yeah we were definitely getting a bit loose we had the album pretty much in the bag yeah. but we knew like we just had a feeling there was one more banger yeah, within we, us and... one more j-lo slut jam that that was what we were <laughs> aiming for was i was like if there's no slut jam on this album i'm never writing music again <laughs> yeah janet was gonna quit <laughs> so i'm really glad we um we found that jam yeah do you know what will i was more than surprised to hear that wasn't a cover of the sunita classic but not I'm disappointed thankful, because... I'm thankful it wasn't and it was something altogether more exciting. Much more exciting and a J-Lo slut jam, to, to quote them. Um, what a bop. What another bop. Dan, mm-hmm. with a face like that, you don't need to worry. Oh, thank you very much. Will? Yes? With an ass like that? Yes. Oh, actually, no. Forget about it. <laughs> this is there's a wonderful vibe of, uh, as well as it just being a fantastic, like banging album. It's a wonderful vibe of empowerment, uh, and like being yourself running through this album as well. And it again typified with this song uh, and just what Janet is sharing. It just I find with Confidence Man, not only incredible tracks that make you want to dance, but also I can't help but smile. These songs, their songs just bring me so much joy. It's everything I love, Will. Faces and asses and dance beats. And that faces and asses, not feces and asses, just to be quite clear on that. 
I think we were quite clear. I don't think we needed the clarification, but thank you anyway, as ever. Well, just to be very sure, very clear on that. Uh, as well as uh, just a slight step change in the production as well. Uh, it's a bit kind of, I don't know, two-step, uh, almost a bit a bit reggae, but with some wonderful brassy moments as well. You can't fault the production on this album. Absolutely not. And I love that with this one, you know, the tempo is brought down and the kind of overall... I was going to say the volume's brought down, but actually maybe I just nudged the, the volume switch while I was listening the to knob. it. Yeah. But yeah... That's yeah, but actually, don't get too comfortable because there's that wonderful, almost like sonic break in the middle. That production just kind of, it. I can't quite explain it, but it becomes something else. If you were just, if you were too relaxed, if you were floating away for a second there, drags you back in to tilt. Drop your guts. Well, hopefully not. Okay, track number five now. Loving you is easy. Okay, so loving you is easy. This was not this, easy. <laughs> yeah, it's ironic. Actually, I've never thought of that until yeah. you just said it. But this was actually just like one of the most stubborn fucking songs we've ever done. And I think the main reason was when we the first like iteration of this this song, it was probably like ten BPM slower, and it was a bit of a Fleetwood Mac vibe, just kind of like a big classic chorus and like some nice, really nice verses, and like we were really vibing like the the feel of the track and it's got that kind of romantic kind of angle to it. But um, we realized that it could actually like slap so much harder <laughs> if we just sped it up 10 BPM and, and we that was, it up. <laughs> we would trash it up in comment style. And that was really fun for you, wasn't it? Oh, I feel like I've been damaged somewhere mentally from this, like just trying to sing these vocals with like the same energy as like the Fleetwood Mackey version just about crushed me. I remember one time, like, you know, trying, like, maybe my 50th take and then just, like, bursting into tears, being like, I don't want to do this again. <laughs> but um, but we managed to get there. I think it was, like, on my last ditch attempt, and I got it. And I feel like yeah. that's always the way it is. As soon as you don't think about it, then you get it. Yeah, and that was, like, nine months of effort. So sometimes yeah. you just got to keep going when you know there's something good. Yeah, there's a good message in that. Yeah. <laughs> take that home, kids. <laughs> Loving You is easy there. Not a cover of... Uh that song or the hearsay song loving is easy no because it's a different title so no yeah all right all right right. oh sorry 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 now this puts a very specific picture in my mind i can imagine driving through the sandy sandscapes of ibiza in an open top car off my head with my hands in the air and the wind in my hair well i love that image and on my notes as well i put ibiza so whatever they've done, they've done it right. Because, yeah, I was thinking Ibiza, but a little bit more chilled. Like, the night's just picking up. But I love, it does because it does pick up as the song goes on. And again, that vocal, particularly in the chorus, it's very fast. It's very literate. It's very, you know, I don't know what the right word is. Nothing new there, but it's. I just <laughs> love the flow. I just love the flow of it. Yeah. And yeah, the way the chorus is delivered, it's kind of almost in in 
in line with the bouncing bass, which makes it feel quite different to the other tracks. But mm. I do want to hear the Fleetwood Mac version that they talk about. And I hope we haven't got to wait like 25 years from now when they release the Super Deluxe box that we get to hear it on that. Like, I, I need to hear Confidence Man being Fleetwood Mask. Masky? <laughs> Fleetwood Macky. <laughs> Channeling Fleetwood Mac. Fleetwood Mask for Masky. I'm pretty sure the four of them get on an awful lot better. Uh, a lovely message behind this song, though. As they said, keep going when you know something's good. I was thinking, you know, should we just make this the last episode of Track by Track? But actually, should we, should we see what happens? No, it's still good. Oh, that was a test and you passed. Okay, number six now. Oh, this is the perfect follow-on from Loving You Is Easy and those Balearic vibes. Track six is Holiday. Okay, so in contrast to Loving You Is Easy, Holiday was actually just like a little gift from the heavens. It just kind of popped down. Um, it just was felt so like together and kind of complete once it came to us. And I think it was, it was in the depths of, you know, like the tough times we've all been through. And it was basically just like us escaping and just riding that like the musical energy. I know that sounds like you'd be trash to talk about, but it's true. This shit can take you higher. And um, we were just sort of ready to, you know, escape from our, the reality we were in. And this song just sort of came to us and took us took us out of it. Yeah. And it's a rare thing when a song comes out in its perfect form straight from the beginning. And this one did. And um, so this is probably our favourite track on the record. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. tears attached to this one. No. Just, just like a nice cool breeze when we think <laughs> about it. <laughs> Will, it's Janet and Sugar's favourite track on the record. And I think it might be mine as well, you know. Just pure escapism in this track. Absolutely just taken away. Oh, totally. Uh, I wouldn't say it's my favourite track, but it's up there for sure. And when I first heard this, first new music for Confidence Man in I don't know how long, I was just... Uh, immediately lifted in my mood and elevated because it start, It made me think about just getting away from it all, having something to live for, having something to plan for, getting away with it all. And I think it's the song we needed at this time. And we still need it now as people are making mm. plans to go away and just party and relax and chill and have a great time. And I think it just washes over you like a wave on on an island somewhere sonically it sounds so beautiful uh and i just love that the 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 chorus which is almost sort of chanted which makes it almost feel a kind of a slightly like a continental or international in it in its sound as well just glorious track this one yeah the vocal and the way they use their vocal is incredible and right from the start right from that intro for me, it was echoes of something kind of really big and classic and euphoric. And I don't quite know if I mean something like Toto's Africa or if I mean something like Venga Boys. But actually, I probably mean both. And I'm sure they would absolutely mm. love that. And that's it. You know it's going to be a big song because the build-up takes a while to get there. And it feels like you're heading heading somewhere. Oh, just like going on holiday. 
just thought of that. And the synths in this one as well. The synths are so textured. I almost feel like you could reach out and feel them. And the bass bounces so much as well. Just every single element of this song. If this song was a recipe, every single ingredient would be like Tesco finest. There's no basics in here. It's all just quality, quality, quality. Lev, your your definition of like the best is Tesco's finest. Well, not like you with your uh, Asda Smart Price. Asda Farm Stores, yeah. <laughs> As it was. And there's some wonderful remixes for this track as well. Uh, the only tracks I've had the remix treatment so far, I'm sure more to come, uh, that just add to the holiday party vibes as well. Yes, remixes from Errol Alken, of course, friend of the podcast. So, Will, the holiday is over, but don't be too disappointed. There is lots more good stuff to come. Starting here, track seven, Trumpet Song. Trumpet song. This one, this one was a Reggie, a Reggie classic. Um, sounds like him personality-wise. He's a bit of a sleaze bag. All the girls Sleazy. still love him. Everyone still wants to hang out, but he's got a bit of a sleaze. Like he looks at you from across the bar, does a little <laughs> wink, and you're like, "Yeah, give me that drink. Like we can hang out." <laughs> yeah, like you're, you're like, I don't know, but yes. Yeah, and we had the option of getting a real trumpet on this. But just as soon as you get a real trumpet in there, it's too classy. You got to take that out. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely like a little bit of just straight up dank, trashy, good vibes with this track. Yeah, it's like Smirnoff Double Blacks equivalent. <laughs> yeah, it's like drinking like a carton of Smirnoff Double Blacks yeah. and then you wake up and... You vomit on yourself. You vomit on yourself. But, but you love but, it. But you're in the Bahamas and it's really like... <laughs> it's a, still a good time. It's a fancy view. Yeah. Now, this really does what it says on the title, doesn't it? Trumpet song. So brassy, but you get a wonderful bounce to this. I can also exclusively reveal this track is wonderful for running. Wow, a track by track exclusive there, and that is exclusive to me. Give it a, give it a I try. Don't go give it a well. I won't. Thank you very much. Are you still doing your classes? Was it bum, bums and tums? Bums and tums, jazzercise, and water aerobics. Yeah, <laughs> and I've actually well, obviously this is to get myself beach bod ready for our holiday, which is uh, very soon now. Uh, I've been doing it for a couple of months, and I've lost a pound. Congratulations. I'll be looking forward to washing my smalls on your washboard stomach when we're on holiday. I brought up my lunch, actually. Keep my smalls away from your... Or keep your smalls away from me. Just keep it all away from each other. Just keep everything away from everything. Please. Everything, everything. Do you like this one, Dan? I love this one. An instrumental track from Confidence Man is definitely welcomed as much as I love the lyrics and the vocals. I just think... When when they play live, this will just be another incredible moment. And I imagine Sugar and Janet will just be losing their minds, dancing on the stage, dancing off the stage, dancing through the crowd. Again, at Glastonbury this year, their set is, I'm sure, I'm predicting, going to be one of the highlights. I think I've seen them on social media recently. They are so ready to get out there. They are so tour ready. I expect they've been in the gym as well, getting ready mm. for it. 
But actually, Will, the thing I really want to talk about, not the song, but Janet and Sugar talking about the song, Smirnoff Double Blacks. I had to Google it. It's Smirnoff Black Ice that we used to get here in the oh. early noughties. I used to absolutely love that. And I think I think we've mentioned on Track by Track before because I don't think you can get it here anymore, certainly not in the pubs and clubs. That was my drink of choice. We need to go to Australia, Will. We need some double blacks. Uh, if anyone from Australia is listening, please do send uh, us over uh, a shipment of Smirnoff double blacks to uh, probably best deliver them to your home address, Dan, which is uh, no, 34. No, 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 because... I was getting some quite nasty hate mail, actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay, number eight now. Angry girl. So, you know, sometimes in life you just really need a release. You just need to let up all that pent up aggression and anger. The world's just slapping you down and you just can't take it anymore. You just need to like blow off some steam. And this is one of those songs. Like, I remember Reggie and Janet had been out, like, just like a little retreat for the weekend. They took out the old classic crappy mic and laptop setup. And they came back and just played the early, early version of the song and it just like blew my socks off. And I was like, shit, we've got another banger. Thank you. Yeah, I remember Reggie gave me like this great long microphone lead and he's like, you've been saying you want to scream like this whole time. He's like, he's like, all right, this is like the time to do it. So I just got drunk and drunker and drunker, stumbling up and down the stairs, screaming at myself in the mirror for like five minutes, came down after like two hours, like covered in sweat, bright red. And Reggie looked at me and he's like, We've got the sickest track. And we listened back to it and it's like all the same like original vocals from that night. And you can kind of hear it in the energy of it. Yeah, yeah. I think sometimes when the energy is just so real, it's just the song just kind of writes itself. Yeah. Well, sometimes I am an angry girl. You're more of a nasty girl than an angry girl. Hmm. That Janet Jackson. Or no, more of a naughty, naughty girl. With a bad habit for drugs. No, Holly Valance, naughty girl. Oh, I was going for it. Although, two Australian uh, pop culture references for the price of one there. Ah, oh, on a Confidence Man episode. So, you know, that's lovely. Triple Trouble. And just to throw another name in the influencer's likeness hat, I'm getting Basement Jacks vibes from this one, Will. Basement Jacks featuring Gwen Stefani. Ooh. Mm. I like the sound of that. You having that? Mm. Yeah. Because actually, we were talking while the track was playing, and Janet's vocal is very different on this one, isn't it? She she puts it out there in a very different way. She is she's off the rails. She's off the meds. She's off the wagon. She is out for blood. She's really on one. She's fuming. She's absolutely fuming. Yeah, she's really so much attitude in this, and I love that treatment on her vocal just to make it feel even kind of rawer and different because she's got a wonderful voice normally but this is harder rougher more aggressive and when she says all i see is red 
I really get that because if I do get angry, which doesn't happen often, Will, and I'm sure you've never seen it yourself in real life, IRL, but I do get red mist and I do lose my temper. Uh, some great percussion in this one, Will. I'm hearing a bit of cowbell, which I like, but also there's a little bit of drumming that I think is quite reminiscent of the I'm a Celebrity theme tune, which I think actually might be quite <laughs> offensive and I do apologise. <laughs> That is, and I, I did think something similar. I mean, it's just, uh, just very attached to that that particular sound. But it is obviously uh, instrument uh, drums in in their own right. Uh, Track number nine, then push it up. Push it up. Uh, this is one of my personal favorites, you know, like I think it's just got such a good energy. Um, I walked out one morning to our little home studio at the back of our house and just those first little like chords were playing with that kind of 90s pop beat. And I was like, Reggie, what the fuck is this? And he turns around, he tells me he was thinking of using it for an Oriel's remix that we were currently working Sorry, on. Sorry, Oriel's, we took your song. Yeah, we took it. And I was just like, no way in hell, like, we're taking this and this is going to be a banger. Yeah, I remember, like, doing the original vocals in a Russian accent because it just sounded like it had to be some kind of spy person singing this song about the dance, push it up. And that's what it's about. It's not about a guy. It's not about a relationship. It's about this dance that is going all around the world and it's going to get really famous. But anyway, then we ditched the Russian vocals and then it just kind of kept the same energy because I knew how to do it. So that's a good trick. Yeah, that's a good trick for all you people out there. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I think doing this live, we've got to think of some kind of crazy dance now. Yeah, that's... it's a bit ace of bass, a bit reggae, probably the most reggae we've ever gone. And I like it. <laughs> I like it too. <laughs> Dan, this is my favourite song on the album. Do you know what? Not only is it also one of Sugarbones and yours, this, I think, has the potential to become my favourite song on the album as well. It's so different to everything else on the album. And it's just mesmerising. Since the first time I've heard this track, which is a few weeks ago now, I haven't been able to get it out of my head. Uh, which is good because it's finally nudged, come on, auntie, we'll miss the bus out of my head after two years. So that's good. At thing. last. <laughs> <laughs> but now it's back in again. But just oh, that, God. it's hit that kind, that whole melody is just hypnotising. Also, I, I love the melody and the production in it. But, Dan, this is absolutely filthy. Really? What's been said? No, don't do this where you make me say the rude words and the lines. You know what You know what it's about. You know what it's about. Pushing something up? <laughs> uh, but it's just, uh, it's just brilliant. And I, yeah, it's my favourite. It's erotic and it's exotic and it's balearic but it's also quite euro poppy as well and i was thinking before the band said it themselves i was thinking kind of ace of bass vibes on this um just that whole that synth line that beat it's, it's kind of it's so intriguing this one from the off with this one i just thought where is this going i'm, I'm already in love with it but it's so different but it fits in so well it was just 
yeah, love at first listen. And as I said, the singles, I've got to know and love them. I've, I've been playing them a lot. But I think this is going to become, when we get to the end of the year and I look at the, my most played songs, I think this really is going to be up there. And just that melodic hook is just the sort of earworm of a hook that Ace of Bass would do. So I can definitely mm. see the the similarities there. And you know, and a very you know, if you're if you're in the pop world, I think Ace of Bass would be a very comfortable bedfellow to be compared with. And as we said earlier in the year, for the first time, we will be talking about an Ace of Bass album later this year. That's all to come on Track by Track. Also, Will, before we move on from this one, they mentioned the dance routine. I can't wait to learn the dance routine. I'm only, I can only assume this will be released on single with the dance moves inside the CD inlay for me to learn. Uh, just remind me to not be there when you're learning the moves. I just imagine it would be absolutely uh, explicit. I'm not very coordinated, but I can be quite filthy. Yeah, and you do like to practice your dance moves in the nip. Track number 10 then. Kiss and tell. Kiss and tell. Well, I guess Janet's got angry girl, so it's only fair that Sugar gets his little blowing off the steam yeah. moment um but yeah mine only goes for 55 seconds and it used to be like a four minute song but we decided we should just cut the fat on it and it turns out that was like three quarters of the song 90 percent <laughs> and i mean this is one of the things you've got to remember when you're making a banger is like you got to cut the fat yeah. nobody wants to chew on the fat they want no. the prime cut yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, for live, this one's going to go off. I can see it already. You got your cowboy hat on. We got the magic thing to pull it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, like, don't give away too much. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah it's going to be some magic involving yeah. a cowboy hat yeah. with this one live. So. I think it was only a matter of time before we incorporated magic. Yeah, yeah, we, we, I, we did that. <laughs> Short but sweet. This is sugar going for it. It's like a wild night with sugar. Before you know it, you're back out on the curbside again. Yeah, this is a really interesting one, isn't it? It's really intense. It's quite chunky with some of those beats. You're just getting into it and then it's gone. What a tease. What a tease. A tease in a cowboy hat as well. We love to see it. Mm, definitely. Ever since the ever since the Venger Boys. And that wondrous set at the Mighty Hooper Weekender where they played... Only 20% of the set being their own songs. <laughs> Which is weird considering they've had a lot of songs. Anyway. Uh, now, Will did make me think LaRue chose to kiss and not tell. Here, confidence man kissing and telling. What about you? I, I'd be discreet, actually. You wouldn't. No, I would sell my story to Love It magazine. Again. Such a shame the news of the world isn't around anymore because you would have been right in there on page three. <laughs> well, and I'd sell my story. So, penultimate track now Break It Horses. You're in my house. So keep your hands to yourself. Because if you break it, you bought it. 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 Put your hands down if you can't afford it. You break 
can't afford it. Breakup Bought It is a little bit vogue um, a little bit delight, um, has a bit of like a 90s, um, you know, house kind of style to it. And um, a lot of the vocals are kind of like inspired by like a bit of like Grace Jones, um, very like anthemic, over the top, like this like powerful like creature, God, I suppose. Yeah, there's a bit of like, you know, blowing smoke up her own asses, godly references going on. Um, it sort of started sounding lyrically like an environmental track, but it's more like the the environment is just mm-hmm. Janet Planet. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's kind of what the real world is. Yeah, yeah. It's environmental, but like with us at the center of that yeah, universe. Yeah, as per usual. So an environmental song from Confidence Man. That was not on my bingo card for this week. But what a great track. And I imagine Greta will be losing her shit to this one. Does she like Confidence Man or uh, uh, art, rave, house, pop, dance, electro stuff? Well, she she likes the environment. So I imagine any anyone delivering a message, a positive message towards that, she's all for. And I'm all for her, actually, Will, in all seriousness. And we're back in Janet's house again. Uh, she's very house proud, isn't she, with this house? Uh, and very territorial as well. The sass is definitely back from Woman. And I always think this is a nice sequel to Woman as well uh, in the lyrics, in the attitude, in the approach. I also love that it's just a real uh, balls out uh, chorus as well, where it's just very repetitive, very banging. Yeah, when repetition is done well, you want it to keep going. And in fact, in the song, they say, keep it going. And yeah, if it's a good song, if it's a good beat, if it's a good message, keep it going. And I have to say it, Will, I'm sure you've been waiting for it at some point during this episode. But on this track specifically, those Madchester house keys on that break, I love them. They're there. Mm, the 90s dance keys, very reminiscent of things like, uh, well, all sorts of things like Alison Limerick in particular springs to mind. But many, yeah, many great sounds from the 90s. Oh, sounds of the 90s on Radio 2. Oh, with Ken Bruce. No, no Fern, be... Fern Britain does it, I think. Fern Cotton. Cotton. Fern Cotton. <laughs> uh, Will, have you ever broken something and then had to buy it uh i can't remember because normally if i break something i uh get get away from it very quickly mm. even a heart actually get away from it very quickly broken a few of those haven't you mm-hmm. and let's relieve the pressure then with track 12 the last track on the album let's relieve the pressure It's the last track on the album, and for me, it's actually, like, one of my personal favourites. Yeah, it's probably the best. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, objectively, if there was, like, the dance lords looking down, they would say this is, like, the best. Yeah, we christen you with this song. <laughs> and I think it just kind of sums up the the whole album perfectly. Um, when we wrote it, we were just thinking, like, 
we're not sticking to that standard pop length. We wanted to just really drag out that intro. And no just, rules. Yeah, really take everyone on a bit of a journey, which is something that we kind of want to do more and more as time goes on. And we actually let ourselves do it on this one. Yeah, and I, we had a few things that we wanted on this record. And like one of these bucket list things was Reggie wanted something with a really long outro that didn't have any pop kind of sensibilities to it and then I really wanted to have some French in there from my old Bordeaux days when I was 17 so I managed to get that in there and it works really well yeah somehow those two things come together and just like listening back to it once we got the master we were just like fuck yeah yeah this is wild (laughs) and it's it's a track that's going to go off like it has sugar screaming all over it at the end falling apart and it kind of bubbles and bursts and explodes and I kind of feel like it's the perfect album closer yeah, we're glad it ends there. What a way to end the album. And this is a dream for us. is an extra-length, epic dance odyssey to end the album with more questionable French than an episode of Emily in Paris. <laughs> oh, which I haven't seen. Is the French good? No. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I like how Janet and Sugar are now saying this is the best song on the album. They just love it all. They can't decide which is their favourite. I love how passionate and how much they love this album. Uh, I love it when an artist is really proud of what they've done. And just the the album as the album and everything they've shared with us on today's episode just speaks volumes for that as well. Uh, And particularly the way they talk about this last track and things like Holiday as well. Just we love to hear it. And they talk about how they dragged this one out and how they broke the rules with this one on song length and all that kind of thing. And of course, for us, as much as we love the perfect three-minute pop song, we love it when an artist really does make the most of it. Six minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes, however long. Put the chorus where you want it. It doesn't matter as long as it sounds good. We're going to love it. And this is a great, perfect album closer. Thank you for the music. Confidence, man. Hmm. I'd love to hear a cover of that, actually, from them. Next time they do Abermania, let's get them up there. <laughs> uh, there's a conversation for another day. If you had to cast a new version of Abermania featuring some contemporary, cutting-edge acts... Uh, again, don't answer now, because I can see the cogs are whirring. You've got that vein popping yeah. out in your head there at the moment. Uh, save, it for, save it for another day. Okay. Just a word. The artwork on this album... Uh, is is fantastic it is edgy it is bold it is everything th- this album needs to be on the cover and it is uh brolio armado's album artwork that he created for this i just love the art direction this whole campaign has just been r- completely on point and completely complementing the fantastic dance music uh, and Braulio does have his own studio called Bad Studio. And Will, just looking through some of his work on there, he's he did Rasheen Machine and Crooked Machine for Rasheen Murphy and so many other incredible things. Not just fantastic artists, but fantastic pieces of work. What a piece of work. What a piece of work. Before we go, Dan, I think I just want to give a shout out because uh, the Confidence Man are on tour in the UK uh, through May. If you're listening before May, then you might want to check them out. We've mentioned Bristol and London, but they're also going to be in Edinburgh and Glasgow and Nottingham and Brighton and Manchester and Cambridge and Leeds, uh, Oxfordshire uh, and Galway and Dublin as well. So 
if you can see them live, if you're at Glastonbury, you can see them. If you're at the Hoopla in London, you can see them as well. So loads of reasons, uh, loads of excuses not to have not seen them. Quite right. Is that is that grammatical? I don't. Who cares? Doesn't it's in the episode. <laughs> you started with that wonderful phrase. Well, it's only had to go downhill from there. <laughs> thank you very much, uh, and thank you very much confidence man for joining us particularly to janet and sugar for those brilliant insights into the album we are just gutted we couldn't talk to you face to face or cam to cam or something else anyway i've said too much (laughs) so yes thank you for listening don't forget as well to check out our confidence man confident music for confident people episode that's a lot of confidence which we released last year Uh, And also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do give a rating and a review over on Apple Podcasts or your provider of choice. And don't forget, we are on Patreon. So if you want to hear these episodes where we premiere a new album with the artist joining us first, they're on Patreon. If you want to hear further listening, our exclusive series featuring our favourite tracks uh, from our favourite groups uh, and much, much more like an episode every week, uh, join us on Patreon. Link in the bio. Also, Will, what's lovely is that if you're listening at time of recording, the next Patreon episode is the next episode of Further Listening, and it's all about Saint Etienne, who, of course, are label mates of Confidence Man. Yes, thank you to the gang at Heavenly Recordings, who are always very, very generous. So, until next time... I've been an angry girl. And I've been the fire and the flame. Hmm. Goodbye. Goodbye. You, you need to you need to ring a bell when you finish talking, like ding. Oh no, we just say over, like we're on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> <laughs> can I get a price check, please, on this tin of spam? Can I get these extra large tampons, please? Can I get a price check? <laughs> Work, baby, work for me.